This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New names on the House Agriculture Committee are now official. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced the new Democrats on the committee late last night, including just shy of a dozen freshmen new to Capitol Hill. New Democrats include Cindy Axney of Iowa, Anthony Brindisi and Antonio Delgado of New York, Sayudad Carbajal, T.J. Cox and Josh Harder of California, Angie Craig of Minnesota, Johanna Hayes of Connecticut, Kim Schreier of Washington, Abigail Spanberger of Virginia, and Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey. Democrats Sherry Bustos, Al Lawson, Tom O'Halloran, Jimmy Panetta, Shelley Pingree, and Ann Kirkpatrick were also announced as committee appointments. Those six members have previous experience on the panel. The full committee roster, including changes on the Republican side of the aisle, is expected to be released at a later date. For more information on the new committee members, check out the story on agripulse.com. A new round of talks between the U.S. and China has been scheduled. According to the Chinese Ministry of Commerce, officials will meet in Washington for the talks at the end of the month. The U.S. Trade Representative did not respond to a request for comment. The pork sector has a new group to respond to disease threats within the industry. The new National Swine Disease Council is formed from leaders of the National Pork Board, National Pork Producers Council, North American Meat Institute, Swine Health Information Center, American Association of Swine Veterinarians, and state and federal government officials. Dave Pyburn with the National Pork Board says the new board has been in the works for a few years. We think back about five or six years ago now and, and to PED, uh, when PED broke, the government very quickly said, hey, who speaks, who speaks for the industry? Who can we turn to to ask questions about how we might want to respond to this disease um, and, and, and other future emerging diseases? And so the, uh, the producers asked us, and the, the us is the National Pork Board, the National Pork Producers Council, Swine Health Information Center, and the American Association of Swine Veterinarians to figure out how we could give some voice, some common voice for the industry to the government to ask these questions as they look to respond to either an emerging or a foreign animal disease. Pyburn says the group will serve a few different purposes. There's been a lot of groundwork put together for this, but uh, there really wasn't one central location where we could turn and tell USDA, in the face of an outbreak, these are the folks that are there to have discussions with as far as as what would be the, the, the best response for the industry, uh, workable response for the industry. And then also these same folks are the ones that can turn around and they can assist USDA with implementing that response in our industry and speaking to the benefits of a certain response to whatever the disease may be uh, for the industry. The new effort will have a joint focus on protecting animal and human health. Farm Credit CEOs say planting is on the mind of many of their clients, but farmers face challenges with the government shutdown. AgriPulse's Ben Nully explains. The shutdown is causing a lot of uncertainty for farmers looking to make decisions about the 2019 growing season. Kathy Hoistis is president and CEO of Arbor One Farm Credit in South Carolina. She says farmers in her region are already thinking about planting. Those things need to be decided now. And, you know, farmers can't give us a perspective of what they want to plant so that we can, in turn, put the cash flows down for providing operating loans. Farm Credit Services of America CEO Mark Jensen says the biggest impact he's seen is around market facilitation program payments. And the availability to go in and sign up for those and get paid. Now, you know, we've seen where there's 
the word come out of the White House or out of the administration and the FSA that they would extend the period for sign up. So it looks like they're trying to accommodate the best they can. But so far, you know, that's been the, the biggest impact. The Department of Agriculture recently announced certain Farm Service Agency offices will be open tomorrow and Tuesday to help farmers with tax documents, but cannot process new applications for the market facilitation program. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.